Hey everybody, welcome back to Around the Emirates podcast with Sarah Musa, where I speak to guests from across the about topics you want to hear about. Today I'm joined by a special guest, Mona Faraj, who is not only is she co-founder, she's also CEO of ExploreTech, which is the region's first digital marketplace for hospitality and travel. Whoa, I said a lot of things there. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Mona. So good to have you on the show. Thank Same you. here. Thank, thank you for having me. Of course. So obviously, there's a lot for you to talk about as an entrepreneur. You obviously have a lot of expertise in the startup space. Please tell me your story. I was not born an entrepreneur. I was a passionate and still is a passionate hospitality um, executive. I think during my career life, I was um, privileged to explore what technology has to bring into the hospitality and travel space. Um, so in my operational days working for uh, key brands like Rotana Hotels, I was part of the tech team that was looking at technology solutions that would improve operational efficiency and profitability for the hotels. And this okay. is where I ventured into the world of tech. Nice. Uh, and then um, uh, uh, after a number of years with Rotana Hotels in my corporate role, I ventured into a consultant. And as a consultant, I took my set of expertise mm -hmm. with me and wanted to deliver to the wider audience of independent, non-branded, uh, regional, national hotel chains. I wanted to bring my expertise within Rotana and Hilton, where I worked before, into the the client space. Okay. So what intrigued me uh, in the many uh, uh, projects that we did, and we delivered a good number of 400 plus over, the, well, since 2007 till today, we delivered 400 projects in the region, all around uh, uh, designing and procuring the right technology for hotels. So we did a lot in the tech space of providing consultancy support to hotels in that space. But what always, always intrigued me is two things. Mm -hmm. One, no one wants to try a new technology because it's not a known brand. Mm. Or, we, Muna, how would, the, how would the operational team react if we are going to implement X or Y? Or, Muna, we've never heard about this technology before. Yeah. Let us stay within that safe space of five, six, seven brands that are known in the region, which is great. But when it comes to technology, one doesn't fit all. You cannot rely on, my, you know, in my previous brand or in my previous role, this is the, tech this is the technology that I used in my hotel. Mm -hmm. And you cannot also rely on advice from the non-experts because right. chances are you may end up doing the wrong decision. Mm. Now, so what our advice is as a consultant is let us help you, let us help you come up with a well-informed decision. Mm -hmm. A well-informed decision means a thorough study and a research of what is my situation, what am I trying to achieve, what is the right technology that I should I should consider, mm -hmm. and who are they? And they don't need to be in your geographical a location of Middle East or let's say UAE because UAE is really the, the most tech savvy within the region. Right. <clears throat> and that's how the idea of Explore Tech came is how do I simplify that whole procurement process from ideation from 
when I'm thinking of what is my objective, because that, why do you buy technology? Just because you're buying tech? Of course not. You, 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 technology is part of a much holistic strategy or an objective that the business wants to achieve. So right. great. So how do I simplify that process in an economical, cost-effective way that allows the solution to serve the wider audience, so your wider hospitality and travel, mm. not only the big brands or those that have deep pockets. Because right, right. if you have a deep pocket, mm. you can spend a lot of money on recruiting the right consultants, such as, such as yourself, such as myself. <laughs> uh, I don't do consulting anymore. I'm very focused now on, on, on Explore Tech. Uh, but how do you provide that support to the wider hospitality and travel industry? What people think is that your your industry is all formed out of brands. Not true. In a, a, over 50% of the inventory in Middle East and Africa is independent and branded and uh, uh, national brands and smaller wow. regional chains. How do you support the, the, that segment? Yeah. So... We came up with uh, ExploreTech. Now, a digital marketplace is not innovation. I mean, mm-hmm. there are marketplaces for, it is the future. Gartner right. estimates that all over 85% of all transactions in the procurement space will happen on a digital market, marketplace by 2028. That's Gartner saying, that's not me saying. Right. So that's a big, so, so that's massive. well, look at Amazon. Yeah, I mean, sorry, do you now go to uh, uh, individualbrand.com to look for something? You may buy an espresso machine from Nespresso.com, mm-hmm. but you start your research on Amazon. Why? Yeah, of course. Because you're looking at multiple solution providers able to compare the prices on the spot. Very simple. And then you end up making that decision. And then it's your choice whether you want to buy from an aggregator or a marketplace, mm. or you want to buy brand.com, no problem. On the contrary, it's better to buy brand.com. Sorry. <laughs> that's my that's my personal advice. I, I'm, I'm a direct, I'm all about direct. So the idea of the marketplace came on, okay, we are subject matter experts. So we've done this. We've lived the pain points. We've seen mistakes being done by hotels procuring wrong technology which costs them a lot of money and time uh, because mistakes in procuring tech is costly. It's not like buying a set of, you know, operating supplies. uh, You can change it overnight. Right. Technology is a different thing. So we wanted to to create that simplified uh, 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 marketplace to help both tech savvy and tech novice in procuring tech. And how we support each one of those two groups is completely different. Because if you're a tech savvy, so you're an expert mm-hmm. in the space, then what you, we are providing you is we are saving you time doing the, I don't want to say the doggy work, but doing the base, doing yeah, the base research the for you, the foundation, and then helping you use your time to analyze, to connect with the technology providers to better understand the solution, not to do the base of comparison. And if you're a top novice, then we're providing you with a 360 because we're helping you with your strategy. We are, and I'll tell you about how we help uh, with the strategy. We are pro- we are 
providing you with a number of solution providers that you may or may not know of mm-hmm. uh, that can support your objective, mm-hmm. helping you in the comparison. And once we finish the build for the marketplace, because we haven't finished, we're still right. in the creation mode, then we will be even able to help you with the uh, automating your RFI and RFP process or request for proposal. Yeah. Uh, what we don't want to get into is the commercial, I meaning see. contractual always happens direct. We welcome the direct relationship. I feel like I just learned 10 university courses in five minutes just then. Thank you so much for that very energetic introduction. Well, well, if you look, if you, if you, if you're part of the business and mm-hmm. you've lived those pain points and you've been, I've been running my, my consulting firm for the past 17 years. Wow. I've been day in, you've day out. Yes, I've seen a lot of mistakes and it, it breaks my heart because, you you know, you know that it can be done in a better way. So how can I help my industry? How can I help every single hotel have a better, more informed uh, uh, decision? Mm-hmm. And how do I help my professional uh, 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 colleagues save more of their time where I take part of the load of them right. and... And how do I help great startup technologies globally come into our region? There are plenty of amazing solutions that no one in this region have ever heard of. Mm. So how do I bring their voice from Silicon Valley or Singapore or London into the region if they have the right solution for the hotels? So... Or travel agencies. I talk more of hotels because that's my background. No, no, of course. I can but, understand. But um, I love the fact that you're talking about simplifying processes across the board. Totally. And you have mentioned that you've seen so many mistakes and kind of obviously the, the kind of the lessons learned from those. What would you say has been the biggest challenge or kind of speed bump that you, that, that in recent years perhaps, that you came through? Okay. So I would, I would answer that question from a startup. Sure. Now, uh, every single startup always have a problem of two things. Okay. One is people Mm. and two is money. Mm. Now, you you may be privileged or not privileged or you you are a hybrid between both. I I would say I'm a hybrid between both because we we have a a very solid group of co-founders. We all happen to be either uh, uh, colleagues or ex-client uh, 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 provider relationship. So we're, we're quite a solid group of co-founders. We've nice. known each other for the past 20 plus years. So the, the, the human relationship and the expertise, the consolidation of our expertise is there. Uh, we were uh, uh, good funded in a pre-seed. So when, we, when, when I came up with the idea about two and a half years ago, I was privileged to have very strong seed investors that said, Muna, we love the idea, let's do it. Um, where you fall now is a, in, in startups, you need to expedite right. the build. Right. So for now, what is my pain point? My pain point is finding visionary people that un- understand what is the problem of today, how we want to bridge it and jump ship with us in order for me to move things faster. Right. I'm, a, I'm all about speed. So... Uh, we're doing well. Uh, can we do 10 times better? Absolutely. Double my team and I will run. But I love that. I in love a, the fact that you're always of, thinking that way. Yeah, but yeah, 
it's like you you keep yourself going like you keep your engine running you know you, you inspire yourself yeah but but it that's how it is because because today believe me the tech that is suitable to anyone today may not be the case tomorrow sure, sure. so we are in a dynamic the industry demands that we are agile that we are fast that we are dynamic it's the it's a prerequisite of working in the hospitality industry let alone hospitality and tech mm-hmm. so it's all about agility it's all about speed it's all about innovation it's all about being how can i do things better uh, and you really learn it in this region i mean come on we're we're in the gcc and specifically uae where I mean, the world eyes what's happening in the street. Of course, yeah. There's a reason it's called around the Emirates podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's true. So, so, but see, having having said all that, having uh, talked about all the different tick, like the kind of the boxes that you know that you one must have, like the prerequisite for being you know successful in, in a startup. What would you say, honestly, is some of like the craziest or just unexpected or just wildest things that have happened to you? If I would have one of the things that have happened to me is gazillion things, but you're now <laughs> wanting me to think. I mean, I, I, you know, I've been in the UAE for 50 years. I've been in hospitality uh, for the past 30. I shouldn't be saying that. I'm giving my age away, but who cares? Uh, uh, but but um, I I think not the craziest thing, but I would say is the importance of validating your business case. The amount of times that we have now changed a process or a user experience or a way of building our solution is phenomenal. And we're talking only about two and a half years. I mean, I'm operationally only a year old. So we opened the business on January 1st, 2023. So. Technically, one year. yeah. Technically, you're one year, but from ideation, we're two and a half years. Yeah. So, uh, from the moment we built our MVP or minimal viable product, uh, um, so many things have changed in the way we think. Right. And we're talking about a span of two and a half years. So, I think the craziest things are is how much you, even though you know what solution that you're bringing, the road to it may differ. So you, 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 again, we go back to being agile, to being. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Always thinking ahead, always thinking, what's the next thing? What's the next step? How can I be advanced? I yeah. get that. Yeah. But and, and with startups, you know, yeah. you're, you're asking me about the challenge with startups. Yes. And that's a small advice that I would give to anyone. It's so difficult to recruit mm-hmm. the right talent for startup. It's not the same as in a well-established brand. Because at the end of the day, building a brand is all about the people. It's right. people the people. It's, it's not the beautiful, sexy logo that you may create. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a great, one of my, my investors is a branding and communication agency called Living Room. So they run all our branding, communication and nice. digital. Yes, it's, it, it, it's great to have a partner like that. Trust me. Uh, uh, but, but it's not about that. It's about the people. And maybe that's my mistake is not putting that hat of I am in a startup environment. How do I pick up that right uh, 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 skill set that understand what a startup is all about? Because 100%. we're creating the brand. You, you know, you're coming from a from white startup. piece of paper. Yeah. So, so that was one of 
my biggest mistakes. I have done a often I don't do mistakes in, with people, mm-hmm. but in Explore Tech as a startup, I've done a mistake. <laughs> I've done one vital, one fatal mistake, and it was, you know, somebody who's going to be handling your marketing. And... Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, well, well, definitely on, on that topic of understanding how you can learn from your mistakes, I'd love to hear kind of your strongest kind of word of advice for listeners. Uh, work in hospitality industry? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, I, I would say maybe because I'm a, uh, I'm a female and I'm a entrepreneur but mm-hmm. I'm not a born entrepreneur I think uh, entrepreneurship is something that many people dream of but very few people understand what are the challenges of it mm-hmm. uh, I think when one wants to venture on their own as self-employed or on entrepreneur I think the, the most important thing is remembering the many things that you have to say no to you have to say no to weekends. You have to say no to private time because the priority if you're venturing into the startup world or mm-hmm. venturing into entrepreneurship is you have to dedicate a lot of time that often as an employee, you know, you pack your weekend right, and you go. It's a weekend, you have your time off. You know, you have to be, you have to take every opportunity as it comes. So mm-hmm. yes, you do a lot of yeses, I love to exercise every morning, and it means that I can start work at 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I'm not ticked with a... With a right, so that's involved. the yes. That's the yes that one likes to have. But there's a lot of no's that I've, you know, I learned. I gave away over the past 17, 18 years. But uh, there is nothing more rewarding than creating something from scratch. I love that. That is, that is the motto of this, of this entire interview is knowing having the passion for what you want to create knowing that it's all in all in and of course knowing when to say no as you just said totally i feel like you have one more thing to say (laughs) one statement that everybody knows everybody who knows me know that i say it i always say i believe therefore i act and i deliver so if you don't believe i love just don't venture into it because the the being being Self-employed or entrepreneur uh, is not an easy journey. And you need to persevere and be consistent. But it starts with, do I believe in what I'm trying to deliver and create? So I love that. This is my third startup and my last. I will not. (laughs) I will retire afterwards. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. My third and my last. Thank you very much, Sarah. You're so sweet, Thank you so much for being on the show. I have learned so much from you. I am incredibly inspired by you. I feel like we need more women out there like you that are passionate and understand the sacrifices but also just to have a mentor like i feel like you give off that vibe of you're a mentor you guide women and a lot of women need that source of inspiration so thank you so much for sharing your story with you i my pleasure always let them call me let them call guys give her a call give me her number (laughs) thank you bye guys